I'm Riley. And I'm Ronnie. And this is the Plan to Eat podcast, where we have conversations about meal planning, food, and wellness to help you answer the question, what's for dinner? Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Plan to Eat podcast. This is our first episode of 2022, and we are so excited to be here in a new year. Today, we're talking about 2021, actually. <laughs> we're going to go over um, all the details of last year, some fun little tidbits and facts about our customers and what they were up to, and all that we have planned for 2022. Ronnie, what was your favorite thing that happened in 2021? It could be personal, it could be work-related, but what was your favorite? Well, something we're going to talk about later is starting this podcast. I have loved doing this podcast, um, not only to spend more time talking with you, Riley, because we work really closely together and we're also kind of BFFs, but just learning this whole process. I do the editing and the ho- and figure out all the hosting and everything for the podcast. And so it's just been a really fun project to work on. And it's just, we're excited about it. And we have so much energy for the podcast. So it feels like it's just the right, it was the right move at the right time for us. Yeah, it really was. And I just want to say that we're not just kind of BFFs. We totally are BFFs. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it's been a real joy for me too to do this podcast. And so Ronnie and I got together and we went over um, like all the things about 2021, like what went well, what didn't work well, what do we want to improve upon? And over and over and over again, the podcast just kept being a real highlight for both of us. Um, so we've loved it and we hope you guys are enjoying it too. We have so much planned for 2022. So many great interviews and just a lot of really exciting content. And we just hope to make it better and better all the time. So what was your favorite thing about 2021? So on a personal note, since we already talked about the podcast, um, my husband and I got to take a trip to Telluride, Colorado, which is somewhere that we've always wanted to go. And we have never been able to get there. We joke that it's our unicorn city. We're never going to get there. We're never going to see it. And this year we actually finally got to make that happen. So that was really fun. It was just really nice to spend a lot of time with friends and like quality time more locally. Um, And I think that I just really valued that. So, yeah, I feel like everybody has learned in the last two years that like, it's okay to slow down a little bit and it's okay to maybe like stay a little closer to home and, and that there are still just, you know, so many amazing things that you can discover kind of like locally. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. So we wanted to recap a few of the things that we did in 2021, one of them being the learning series, which we did um, in July of 2021. If you're unfamiliar, the learning series at that point in time, it was a four week course where Riley and I basically taught you how to meal plan and how to do with plan to eat. Um, It was an email series where you got two emails every week. And then Riley and I hosted two live Q&A sessions to answer your questions in real time and just help you get started with Plan to Eat or learn more about Plan to Eat if you're an existing customer for us. We're actually currently running the learning series again in January, and we have added a fifth week of lessons to it. So there's an extra week to learn more about Plan to Eat and meal planning, and it is not too late to sign up. We will have um, a link in the show notes, but it's basically plantee.com forward slash learn. It'll take you to the landing page where you can get signed up. The learning series is really fun. We love doing the live Q&A sessions, just like we like hosting the podcast and like feeling like we're, you know, contributing as, you know, creators in this space. Um, doing the live Q&As was really fun to connect with all of our customers and, you know, new customers and answer questions, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So we can't wait to do those again. Those are coming up. If you sign up, you'll get info on when those will be. There'll be two of them, just like they were 
there were last year. Um, and I just want to add that if you are a, an existing plan to eat customer and you're just having trouble making meal planning a habit or um, getting up to speed with meal planning with plan to eat, the learning series is a great tool. So if you are an existing customer or brand new and you're hearing about us for the first time today, please know that you can you can sign up now and join us. And um, it's not just for new people. It's for anybody out there who wants to learn more about meal planning. And we'd love to have you. Another thing that we got to do this last year was just some basics. We sat back and we just thought like, what would be really helpful for people? Um, what are the barriers to entry with meal planning? And so we decided that cooking, cooking is actually a barrier to entry with meal planning because you can be the most organized person. You can buy the groceries or I guess have the meal plan, then buy the groceries and have them at your house. But if you really struggle um, with feeling confident in the kitchen, that it, you're going to stop there and you're not going to do it again because you're going to feel like a, you're failing. Um, and so we put together two different baking and cooking basics challenges last year just to help eliminate some issues that you might be having in the kitchen. There's so many resources out there and we don't want to contribute noise to this space, but we just want to help answer some questions and we hopefully helped you in the kitchen. Um, I loved our Baking Basics month because we got to do that with our partner, Anna. She writes a blog for us every month about baking, and she's just so knowledgeable. Her photos are always so beautiful, and everything she cooks is just drool-worthy. Um, so we hope you enjoyed that, too, and got some really amazing tips from Anna. Yeah, my favorite posts from both of those months were each month had like a what to do when your recipe goes wrong kind of thing and how to fix uh, recipes if, you know, it didn't quite go as planned. So we'll definitely link those in the show notes so you guys can find those. But that was just a lot of knowledge that, you know, some of the things I had already been familiar with, but there was a lot of things in there. I was like, oh, I didn't realize you could do that to, you know, make sure your potatoes ended up crispy in the end or, <laughs> you know, whatever the thing was. Yeah, you and I also really enjoyed that one because we interviewed our own moms to get yeah. their tips, like their tried and true what to do when this happens in their recipe and fix it. And so that was um, really special for both of us to get to do that and learn some new things and just some tried and true methods that we also implement into our lives. So we spent three other months last year talking about the basic benefits of meal planning, which is saving time, saving money and wasting less food. So we did YouTube videos based on this. We had a couple blog posts every single month based on these things. And we just basically compiled all of the ideas that we have around how meal planning helps us with these, um, you know, conflicts, these struggles that we have in our lives and, you know, like how to make it easier for us. So, you know, we talked about saving time and some of the ways that we think are the best to save time when you're trying to get dinner ready faster or just spend less time meal planning is to do some bulk cooking, add some recipes to your freezer so that you have things that you can take out really easily. Um, use the menus feature in Planty, which just allows you to save your meal plans so that you can use them again really quickly in the future. And just to make a meal plan, like one of the biggest time savers ever is just making a meal plan for basically all of the reasons, you know, like you, you make your meal plan, then you know what you're going to eat. You don't have to spend time thinking and planning and figuring out the things that you have in your house. Like all of the things are already done and you've shopped for all of your items, your grocery store chips, your grocery store trips are a lot shorter. Super helpful tips. I mean, it may seem really silly to just say that making a meal plan is one of the biggest things to help save you time, because I think it's easy to feel like 
I don't have time to make a meal plan. Um, but I think it's like a snowball effect of like no time to make a meal plan mean, means more time in the grocery store, means more time figuring out what you're going to cook with what you bought. I mean, it's kind of the snowball effect of like you're actually going to waste, you know, a lot more time if you don't start with a plan to get started. I just want to reiterate, I guess, that making a meal plan is super valuable in the saving time category. Um, when we talked about saving money, we talked about how starting with a budget is something that's just really foundational. Knowing what you can spend. We uh, have reviewed a company called YNAB or You Need a Budget before. Um, and so if you're looking for something as we get started in 2022 to help you make a budget and stick to it, we highly recommend working with them. Another tip that we have for saving money was shopping at home. So what we mean by that is once you make your meal plan and once you make your grocery list, um, going through your cabinets and saying, I already have this and taking it off your list. I already have milk. I already have flour. I already have baking powder. Um, I already have ginger, you know, whatever those things are that you already have purchased, marking them off your list. So then when you're at the store, there's no question of what you need to buy. Because I hate sitting in the spice aisle after not shopping at home. I hate sitting in the spice aisle and thinking, do I have chili powder or do I not? Um, and then buying it again because it's just easier to do that than risk it and then ending up with two. So it's just another way you can save money. Shop at home, take off what you already have. Another thing we talked about with saving money um, is using a grocery delivery or grocery pickup option at your grocery store. A lot of stores are doing this now, particularly if you shop at a store that is a bit more of a chain. Um, this is a feature that is super helpful in saving money because you can uh, send your list to a grocery store. You can use their app inside of Plan to Eat. You can actually select all the items on your grocery store and then click on grocery delivery. And once you do that, it'll send you to your grocery store. You can log into an account if you have one and then either set it to pick up or set it to deliver to your house. This is personally something that I use quite a bit. I do the pickup version of this. Um, and I think the reason why it helps me save so much money is because I'm not perusing the store, like perusing the aisles and seeing things that look really interesting or exciting to me. I'm just sticking to my list. I'm buying what I need. Another thing that I really like about this feature is that it allows me to total up my shopping list and like how much I'm spending at the store before I submit my order. So if I need to make some changes or adjustments to meet my budget, I can do that. If I've got a little wiggle room, I could do some more bulk shopping, like buying some extra meat or something like that to throw in the freezer if it's on sale. Um, but it's personally just something that I use that helps me save a lot of money. And so hopefully that could be something that helps you too. One of the other things that we talked about was wasting less. And we mostly talked about wasting less food here at Plan to Eat, but we also did partner with Pam of Greenly. And she did a whole series of Instagram stories for us all about how to waste less at home. So she talked about like reusable paper towels and uh, reusable Ziploc bags and like a whole assortment of things. So we have that saved in a highlight on our Instagram stories and you can go back and watch all of um, her tips and tricks that she gave for wasting less at home. She is an expert, so definitely go give her a follow and watch all the little highlights that we have. Otherwise, when we're talking about wasting less in the kitchen, as far as wasting less food, um, one of the most important things is just going to the grocery store with an organized list that has the correct quantities that you need because Otherwise, it's really easy to go to the grocery store and you just buy a bunch of stuff and it doesn't necessarily correlate with a recipe. It also could be way too much if you're just feeding, you know, a couple people. So you're going to end up maybe not using all that food. Some of it's going to go to waste and not only wasted food, but wasted money in that regard as well. So along with that is to adjust the serving sizes of your recipes before you have your shopping list finalized. 
you can adjust your serving sizes of recipes in plan to eat either from the recipe book or from recipes that are already on the planner. And it's just going to automatically update the, those quantities on your shopping list. So you're always buying the exact amount that you need for your recipes that you've made. And finally, a great way to waste less is to simply just shop in bulk. So you can go to the bulk section of your grocery store and get exact quantities of things. This is also going to be helpful for, you know, having maybe like less plastic waste um, because you're you're buying things in bigger quantities. There's less, you know, smaller pieces of packaging, that kind of stuff. So that's just a general overview of some of the things that we talked about. We have blog posts and YouTube videos related to all of these things, and we will do our best to link to as much as possible in our show notes. So if you're curious about anything, you can get more info. In 2021, Ronnie, did you stumble across any products that are related to meal planning or your kitchen that you have just loved using? <laughs> you have this crazy look on your face because you didn't know I was going to ask you that didn't question. Didn't know. Man, come on, let's see. I'll put the question. <laughs> okay, actually, this is not anything. Okay, I bought cookie sheets this year. I know cookie sheets are not anything special or new to anybody, but the brand that I bought. Go look. I wish I could. <laughs> I, I might have to go look. I wish I could remember the name of the brand. It's Kitchen Wares or something like that. There, it's a USA brand. They're like manufactured and made in the United States. And um, the old cookie sheets that I had were like hand-me-downs from my mom and they were black not because I think they were originally black just you know from like 20 years of use they had deteriorated a little bit so I bought new cookie sheets this year and I am obsessed with them they're the best cookie sheets ever they have like a, the perfect like the lip on the sides is like the perfect height so like nothing slides off of them they're incredibly non-stick um they're like a little weightier which I just I feel like holds the heat better um, so I'm obsessed with them. They're amazing. I'll uh, find the actual brand name when we get done recording and it'll be linked in the show notes to their website so you can find them. They were also really pretty inexpensive. It was only $15 per cookie sheet, which I thought was pretty good for like a USA brand, you know, manufactured in the United States. So I love those. Yes. Nice. What about you? Did you have something that you discovered? I did, um, which is why I asked you that question. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I also was thinking about it with wasting less and like reducing plastic use in my house. You actually recommended these bags to me, stasher bags. They're silicone storage bags. So you could put food in them. You can freeze those bags. You can microwave them. You can heat them. You can, um, you know, they're, they're reusable. They're really high quality. They're a nice like thickness of silicone. They don't feel like they're going to they don't feel like they're going to deteriorate, you know, they don't feel like a plastic little baggie or anything like that. They're pretty easy to clean. They seal really well. I've been super impressed with them. Uh, I bought one of their like combo packs that had a bunch of different sizes and styles um, and I've loved them. And I just thought I was thinking about it with the wasting less aspect of things because um, it's not something we talked about that during that month, but it's just a product that I have found that I'm, I'm really, I'm a big fan. <laughs> Pam actually might have been the one who introduced me to those. Pam from Greenly that we partnered yeah. with during that month. I think she was the one who, uh, like, she talks about them on her Instagram account. So I think I found them through her, actually. Yeah, and shout out to Stasher. They didn't pay me to say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you have a recipe author that you really loved this year that you imported recipes from and wanted to cook all the things they made? No, I might have to look in my actual plan to eat account, but I... I would say off of the top of my head, Half-Baked Harvest, which I, I know we talked about with Mackenzie last month, um, that she's in love with her as well. But 
she has some really great recipes. She actually, I saw on her Instagram, she had made an Instagram reel that was about this quick snack. And it was just, she took dates and she cut them in half and she filled them with almond butter and then put flaky salt on top. And I've been obsessed with that. Really? I have been eating that all the time. Well, Ronnie, you actually stole my, I was going to say half-baked harvest. And I'm a photographer. And I think that one thing that I just really value about half-baked harvest is the beautiful photographs. Everything she cooks, you want to eat it because it looks so beautiful. I can't say that my food turns out quite as beautiful as hers does when I follow, when I cook her recipes, but um, just beautiful photographs. I'm pretty sure she's actually based in Colorado. That's cool. Which is where we're based in case anybody was wondering. (laughs) Um, You know, I would say that I didn't have a specific recipe author that I just got obsessed with this year, but my brother has been sending me recipes all the time he'll say he'll send me a picture of what they had for dinner and then tell me how amazing it was and then send me the recipe so shout out to my brother brian he has been sending me some amazing recipes they've just been like out of the park they've just been so good every single one of them so while that wasn't very specific to an author i've been just really impressed with what brian and his family have been eating this year (laughs) your brother has been your recipe inspiration he has he definitely has yep So on that note, we have some really fun data from our customers from 2021 that we are excited to share, and we hope you find it really interesting. Um, So overall, in 2021, 6.5 million recipes were added to Plan to Eat into individual customer accounts across the board. That's the total. And that number is just incredible to me. (laughs) Yeah, it is crazy. It also makes me feel like, are there even 6.5 million recipes out on the internet? I'm sure there's probably 10 times more than that, but dang, you guys have been busy. Yeah, absolutely. So along these same lines, we totaled up the number of recipes that were planned inside of Plan to Eat, and it's actually really close to the number of imported recipes. So that means that people are importing recipes and then cooking them, which is the whole goal. These beautiful bloggers across the world and the internet are making these recipes for you to actually cook these recipes. and Using Plan to Eat, you actually can do that. You actually can take the recipe and cook it. Um, And so the total number of planned recipes inside of Plan to Eat this past year was 6.4 million. Like just bravo. I feel like we should be clapping. We're kind of like creating a meal planning club at this point, I think, right? Like we got our club of people and they're here planning 6.4 million recipes. Yeah, I mean, this might sound really silly, but you know, Plan to Eat is definitely part of my, my life over here. But I just feel like, I'm a part of that number. I planned recipes for my family. If you are listening and you planned recipes inside of Plant Eat, you are a part of that number. And so uh, it just feels like we're helping people be more organized. It's like what that means for people in their day-to-day lives is that they knew what was for dinner. And that's our whole goal. And so that just brings me a lot of joy. So along the lines of recipes that we had this year and that we loved this year. Uh, the number one imported recipe into Plan to Eat was the world's best lasagna, which also happened to be the number one imported recipe last year. So apparently everybody loves lasagna two years in a row. Two years in a row. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> I probably should add lasagna to my meal plan. I I forget about lasagna. And I don't know if it's because of the amount of work that I think it takes, but I need to add it to my meal plan. Yeah, I think last year after we talked about the world's best lasagna on our YouTube uh, video, I think I made lasagna like last year in January. And I think that might have been the only month of the year that I did make it. So 
I probably should add some lasagna to my meal plan too. (laughs) This blessed good for us and hopefully for you guys listening because it actually will help us spike up our meal plan. (laughs) Yeah. So the next recipe on the list, number two, is fried rice from Give Me Some Oven. Um, And if you follow the link in our show notes to go look at this recipe, you're going to want to cook it too. It is so beautiful. It just looks like a meal you want to eat. And I'm giving out, I'm showing my cards here, but like if something looks good in a photograph, I want to eat it and or make it. Um, And this fried rice is just so colorful. It just looks really yummy and filling and probably a nice winter recipe because it's, you know, warm and kind of comfort food. And the third recipe on our list is the best classic chili from The Wholesome Dish. And, you know, this is one of those kind of blogs that I love. When you go to her blog, there is not, you know, a year's worth of a story before you go to the recipe. There is just the recipe and there's pictures for all the steps. It's beautiful. So I know people all the time talk about how much they love the recipe clipper because it allows them to skip the story that, you know, Maybe they don't actually want to read and they just want to, they just want to get to the recipe. This website, it doesn't have any of that. This is just a recipe. I love it. Riley is over here giving me some eyes that I just said that, but I, I'm, I'm not sorry that I said it. I'm, I'm really not. I'm a writer. I am somebody who writes for a living. But when I go to a recipe site, sometimes I just want to see the recipe. I don't necessarily want to hear about your dog going to the vet. I'm sorry. Here's what I will say is that I I actually do like the stories, but sometimes, particularly on my phone, it's very difficult to find what I'm looking for. So I'll give you that. <laughs> uh, so the next recipe on our list is good old-fashioned pancakes. And that's another recipe from allrecipes.com. I think what Ronnie and I are both finding in this list is that they're very American comfort food recipes, which is is great. It's totally great. It's just a fun list. Um, to- and see what people are eating and what they're planning a lot this year. And fifth recipe on our list is the Double Trees cookie recipe. Um, at some point in the last few years, the Double Tree released their famous cookie recipe of the cookies that you can get when you go to um, one of their hotel chains. And this is actually the second year in a row that has made it into the top five. So I need to apparently add this recipe to my account because I'm guessing it's really good. Yeah, I remember talking about this recipe last year and both of us thought, oh, I mean, we need to make it. Clearly we didn't. We got to yeah. do it this year. We got to give a review of this of this cookie recipe. I yeah. personally will have to make it gluten-free, but I'm guessing there's something out there, uh, uh, a copycat recipe out there, or maybe I'll just do it myself and share those details with you guys. But okay, we promise we're going to try this recipe this year yeah. and let you guys know what we think. <laughs> Which is just important to our accounts right now. Another thing that we were really impressed by with this top 12 list is that skinny taste six of her recipes made the top 12 i think it really speaks to the quality of her recipes i personally find that when i make those they're always good i don't have to usually do a lot of tweaking or additions um they're just always tasty and her her site is so diverse there's so many options so it's a great site to find new recipes to spice up your meal plan i agree i go to her website a lot to look for recipes too yeah i also just appreciate that they're a bit lighter so mm-hmm. some of the recipes on our list are bagels, ch- fried chicken, chicken parmesan, yummy sounding parmesan salmon, and all of those, like her whole goal is to make things a bit lighter from what I am gathering from her. And so just op- great options if you're trying to lighten up your meal plan while also having really yummy recipes. All right. So I think we could talk a little bit about what is coming up in 2022. Man, we have a lot 
on the agenda for 2022. While we can't tell you all the details, we are just excited about always improving the site. We are always working behind the scenes to make things work faster, smoother, um, make updates and accomplish feature requests that you guys have sent us. We're always trying to make the program simpler and easier to use so that your meal planning process is a breeze. So as I already mentioned, the learning series is back again this year. It is running currently. We are going to be offering it again in 2022. So, you know, keep your eyes on our emails and our social media channels, and we will be, you know, updating you when it's available again. We also um, have one new, we have a new blogger coming on to the blog for some regular posts this year. Her name's Linda. She runs a separate blog called Sip Insanity, and she has been a plan to eat customer since like 2013, I think. So we're really excited to have her. She has some super fun ideas for blog posts this year. And then Anna is also going to be returning this year and writing different baking recipes for us, just like she did in this past year. We're also going to have like a smattering of, you know, random people here and there who are going to contribute to the blog as well. Um, But those are going to be the two ladies that you'll be able to read frequently. Yeah, we also have some other things coming up. We're going to talk about food sensitivities for an entire month. I think one of the things I'm excited about from that month is just trying to help people who are newly transitioning to um, a food sensitivity of some kind or a change in their diet. We will be interviewing somebody um, talking about how to make that transition more smooth for you and for your family. So we're really excited about that. We're also going to be doing another kids in the kitchen month. We think it's so valuable to instill cooking into your kids' lives. And so we have a couple of really wonderful people to talk to about that. Um, And we're really excited about um, just giving you some ideas and tips and tricks to help get your kids into the kitchen. Maybe they are older and they're not interested and, or maybe they're younger and you're just trying to get them interested in that thing. Um, But we're really excited. And I personally am really excited about this month because I have a little over a one and a half year old. And so I'm always looking for ways to, you know, try to start introducing that. Man, it makes a mess. You know, like that's the thing that I always think about. It's like, man, it's going to be a mess. Um, But I never regret it. Once she's been in the kitchen with me and we made cookies or something like that, it really is fun. And the mess is, you know, the mess is whatever. It gets cleaned up, but it really is fun. And I think it's encouraging her to want to cook and appreciate what she puts into her body um, because that's what food is. It's It's a pretty big deal to all of us. So. Finally, we are just excited about another a full year of the podcast. You know, we didn't get to have a full year of the podcast in 2021 because we spent a lot of the year trying to figure it out. <laughs> uh, but we're excited for a full year of podcast episodes. Riley and I are going to be doing seasonal episodes once a quarter to help you uh, learn more about just seasonal eating in general. So our next podcast episode is actually going to be our winter seasonal episode. So you can look forward to learning about what foods are going to be in season for the winter, some recipes that you can use those ingredients in, and just why we should be thinking about seasonal eating in the first place. Um, and then later in the month, we are or later in the year, we are going to interview some experts on seasonal eating And we are just, we're very excited about that addition to the podcast and just exploring some new topics that uh, we get to learn more about as well. Ronnie and I have learned so much by interviewing people for the podcast, and we're really excited about all the interviews we have lined up for 2022. And we just, we just can't wait to launch more shows and share more info with you guys. We appreciate you guys joining us on this episode today and every other week when we release our podcast episodes. 
If you loved this episode or another episode, we would really appreciate it if you shared it with someone to spread the word of the Plenty podcast. And as always, you can contact us at podcast at plenty.com. 